We all know the legal world is complex and high pressure. There's no room for error. That's why judges and attorneys across Chicagoland have trusted the expert court reporters at McCorkle Litigation Services since 1948. McCorkle Litigation Services has accurately recorded every word from thousands of legal proceedings. McCorkle Litigation Services provides the legal community with peace of mind, transcribing testimony and depositions that can be used reliably by jurors, judges, and attorneys. For all your legal support needs, contact McCorkle Litigation Services online at McCorkleLitigation.com. The news continues to churn here on Legal Faceoff. Did we just hear something about Roger Stone? Breaking Rich? news, yeah, oh, absolutely. Breaking news to join us and talk more about some of these things. William Barr and Roger Stone, CNN legal analyst Ellie Honig, former federal and state prosecutor as well. Ellie, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me back. Appreciate it. Lucky to have you. He's all over. I, I watched you on CNN like an hour ago, so I know you're all over the place. But uh, before we get to Stone, um, you're one of the former or 2000 former Justice Department officials. From, it should be noted from both Republican and Democrat administrations that signed a letter published on Sunday calling on A.G. William Barr to resign. Tell us why you signed that. Yeah, so look, first of all, I don't sign a letter like this lightly. I'm not really a big open letter type guy, but I feel very strongly about this. Um, and, and understand, the Roger Stone incident that's gone down over the last couple of weeks has really just been the tipping point. What Bill Barr did there, I think, is outrageous, to undermine his own prosecutors, to intervene in a case that directly to the benefit of one of Donald Trump's political allies is, I think, outrageous. But it's more than that. Bill Barr has been attorney general for a little over a full year now. He was actually confirmed in mid-February of 2019. And, and look at what he's done. I mean, the pattern is consistent. He distorted Robert Mueller's findings in a way that not just benefited, but might have saved Donald Trump. He tried to prevent the whistleblower's complaint on Ukraine from going to Congress, even though the law says it must go to Congress. And it did over his flimsy legal objection. He refused to even open a criminal investigation of anything to do with Ukraine. Forget about the president, but of Rudy Giuliani or any of the other people involved, which to me shows a real lack of prosecutorial chops. And then he intervened on out of the 60,000 cases that the Justice Department handles every year. What two cases did Bill Barr personally come in and undermine his own prosecutors, Roger Stone and Michael Flynn? What do those two people have in common? Both prosecuted by Robert Mueller both worked for Donald Trump in the campaign and in Flynn's case in the administration itself. So I think Barr has really done a lot of damage to his own credibility and independence, hence to the credibility and independence of DOJ. So, Ellie, what do you think of Judge Amy Berman Jackson's sentence of Roger Stone and what message do you think it sends? Yeah, so first of all, if I can maybe brag a little bit, I did predict in writing on Twitter that, that the sentence would be four years. Pretty close, three years. Three years, four months, four months right? <laughs> Pretty close. Yeah, I think, I mean, come on, that's, that's, that's at least like a two-pointer. That's pretty yeah. good, that's pretty good. Um, but Judge Jackson really was incredibly impressive today in, in her moral clarity, her legal clarity, and the message she sent. I mean, first of all, this is a stern sentence. I mean, we throw around these numbers, seven years, nine years, three years and four months in jail is a long time, especially for somebody of Roger Stone's age. I think he's 67 years old, especially when you're talking about a nonviolent crime and a crime that does not involve theft of money, like a Bernie Madoff type thing. Um, this is a very serious sentence. It's, it's lower than the guidelines range, but that was very much foreseeable. That's how, that's what led me to predict four years. It's just rare to see a judge give a guide. The guidelines tend to be pretty harsh, and it's rare to see a judge give a guideline sentence 
in a case like this for a first-time offender. But the things that Judge Jackson said that I think were so important is that, A, this was a righteous case. This is a legitimate, not just legitimate, but important investigation. And B, she said, she, she made clear, Roger Stone is not being persecuted here because of his political beliefs. He got convicted because he lied to cover up for Donald Trump. And that's accurate, and it's important that we keep that in perspective. So, Ellie, speaking of Trump, of course, uh, he has already come out and said that Roger Stone has a very good chance of exoneration. He said that just hours after the sentence. What are your thoughts on that and also your thoughts on Trump's actions earlier this week, commuting uh, and pardoning several people? We covered Blagojevich already, but what are your thoughts on this action by the president? And what do you think he'll do with uh, Stone? And also, what about Julian Assange? There was news yesterday from his lawyers that Trump may uh, pardon him. So a lot of pardoning and exonerations and commutations going on. Yeah, uh, I, I disagree that there's a, uh, much of a chance that Roger Stone ever gets exonerated. There's only two ways Roger Stone can really get exonerated. One, if the judge throws out the trial because of this issue with the allegedly biased juror, which is based on the public record, has no merit. That thing is going nowhere. Uh, and, and B, if the Court of Appeals overturns the case. Now, here's what I think Trump may be angling to do. And he, by he the way, he saying, used the word exoneration. <laughs> Understanding he probably right. doesn't know what that means, but that was his term. Right. Well, first of all, pardon is not an exoneration. Right, exoneration right. means some court has declared that uh, you were wrongly charged. But I think what he's trying to do here is buy time because he obviously, I think, wants to pardon Roger Stone. But he also, I think, has been advised it, it's not wise to do this before the election in November. And now he can say, well, I want to give the Court of Appeals its chance to hear the case and decide. And conveniently, that usually takes six to 12 months. And so if you allow that process to play out, then either A, the Court of Appeals overturns the case, which is highly, highly unlikely, given my experience. I've argued plenty of cases in Courts of Appeals. Or B, if the Court of Appeals says, no, this, this conviction is legit, we're letting it stand, then the president can issue the pardon, but by then we're after the election. So I think that is play here. Regarding the, the spate of pardons earlier this week to Rod Blagojevich, you know, Illinois guy, right? I, I, don't know, I don't know how he's regarded there uh, in, in Chicagoland. He's regarded Rod very sil- very silver is how he's regarded. His, <laughs> his hair is now very silver, as you saw. <laughs> yeah, he has, changed. he has the same hair, though, but other than the color. Yes. Um, but Rod, Rod Blagojevich, Michael Milken, Bernard Carrick, I mean, these are, these are paragons of corruption. And look, the president absolutely has very broad constitutional power to pardon. There's nothing illegal about those pardons. But also, here's the deal. If you pardon someone, you own it. It's like you break it, you buy it. And Bill Clinton pardoned Mark Rich, and that was a disgrace. And that will forever be part of the historical record. And I think the same will fairly be said of Donald Trump here, a guy who tries to pass himself off as some sort of anti-corruption crusader. That was part of his impeachment defense. Uh, That's why he was in Ukraine, allegedly, because he cared about corruption, is now handing out pardons to, to to paragons of corruption left and right. That's Ellie Honig, CNN legal analyst. Ellie, we know you're busy. Thanks for making some time for us, and we'll do it again soon. Anytime. Thanks very much.